Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Rush Hour, the great and classic Jackie Chan movie from 1998. I, I mean, out of Jackie Chan's movie, definitely not a classic. Not the best Jackie Chan movie. But nonetheless, a Jackie Chan movie, who is somebody that I absolutely loved growing up. Uh, Rumble in the Bronx was the first Jackie Chan movie I saw, and from then on became obsessed and loved everything that he did, including the Rush Hour series, which I'm going to be reviewing all three of the Rush Hour movies every Wednesday uh, I don't know if I've ever seen Rush Hour 3, so excited to uh, discover whether I have or not, uh, but I've definitely seen the first two, and uh, re-watching this one, I, like, I can't, it's going to be impossible for me to talk about this movie, review this movie objectively on any level, because... It's a movie that I have seen so many times, so many times growing up. Is this a great movie? No, it's not a great movie. Is the story pretty generic? Yeah, it's an action movie, comedy action movie, as Jackie Chan is one to combine those two genres. But nonetheless has some amazing action from Jackie Chan, just some effortless parkour, effortless fight scenes, which... Despite the fact this was directed by Brett Ratner, from what I've heard, read, seen, uh, a lot of the action sequences were directed by Jackie Chan because all of the action sequences in this uh, have that Jackie Chan flair. Like, it, it reminded me, watching this movie reminded me of how good action scenes can be. Because most movies nowadays, the action scenes are garbage. They are garbage. You just can't see them. They can't see what's going on. It's clear that nobody knows what they're doing. But when you watch a Jackie Chan action scene, it is beautiful. Like, not only can you tell that he is doing everything on his own, but it, like, flows so well. It flows so well and uh, just, I, I, I love it. I miss it. I, I forgot how much I missed it. Uh, and I may have to do, at some point, a top five Jackie Chan movies and just watch a ton of his movies. I know he's done, like, a bazillion movies, but uh, maybe I'll have to do multiples. Like, maybe top five U.S. release, top five, I think, Australia he did a few. I think, like, Rumble in the Bronx and, like, uh, some of those from that that time period were uh, when he was working in a with a Australian Mr. Nice Guy, uh, an Australian production company, and then probably some from China. Do a top five from that, but uh, yeah, rewatching this made me love forget how for reminded me how much I love uh, watching Jackie Chan do his thing uh, on screen, and uh, I gotta say. Uh, despite the fact that there are definitely some racism in this movie, uh, some, you know, clearly some racism back and forth, but trying to be like uh, 48 hours kind of, but not really. Uh, 
Chris Tucker as his buddy in this buddy cop kind of comedy action thing uh, is funny. Like, if you were to take the charm of Eddie Murphy and the voice of Kevin Hart and you were to merge those together, basically you would have Chris Tucker, uh, which, y- yes, his voice, like Chris Hart, is is about as close as you can get to nails on a chalkboard. Like, just high-pitched, whiny voice. Uh, definitely funny. I enjoyed the comedy in this. I enjoyed Chris Tucker in this. He plays an NY- uh, LAPD cop who's, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, rule-breaker. He's the, the, the rebel cop, kind of, in the LAPD, causing destruction and whatnot, very similar to, like, a, uh, you know, the, uh, the many, many cop characters in buddy cop movies where you have the renegade cop. Uh, and then Jackie Chan is uh, an investigator from Hong Kong who's coming over because his buddy's daughter gets uh, kidnapped which that whole plot, like the whole plot, like this this daughter of this rich guy gets kidnapped. Jackie Chan is a personal friend and uh, is trying to investigate. But, of course, the FBI doesn't want him fouling up their incompetence. Uh, so they try to put Chris Tucker on the case to distract him, to watch him while they do their own investigations. Uh, which I do appreciate the fact that the FBI and the LAPD are both... Uh, represented as being incompetent in this in this movie uh, there's even a line Chris Tucker has that talks about how LAPD is like notoriously the most the most the worst L, uh, police department in the world um, so I appreciate those things there's some fun fight scenes uh, the pool hall fight scene where Chris Tucker's trying to show off and make it look like he's investigating this crime uh, but he's just kind of going to, ha- you know, make it look like that. It's all a ruse. Uh, and Jackie Chan trying to fit in, throwing out the uh, the N-word. But, like, he's basically just parroting what Chris Tucker was saying. What's up, my N-word? With the A, not the hard R. So he's parroting that when he goes to sit down to get a drink and causes a fight to break out. Which is kind of funny. It's def- it's funny because it's 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 racism out of ignorance, out of pure ignorance, uh, rather than out of hate. Which a lot of the racism in this movie is, you know, just Chris Tucker uh, kind of talking down to Jackie Chan, uh, you know, treating him like just uh, treating him like a, f- a dumb foreigner, basically. Um, but the pool hall scene is great. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear The Many Faces, original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials, made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash tmfmerch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. The kid that gets kidnapped is amazing. Like 
one of the best parts of this movie is this girl that gets kidnapped. And she gets kidnapped on the way. I think she was on their way to school being driven by private security. Uh, but she's in the back seat singing Fantasy by Mariah Carey, which is, like, hilarious. There's another scene towards the end of the movie where she's got, like, a bomb vest on. And, like, one of the criminal, one of the bad guys is, like, threatening to push the button. And she's, like, taunting the guy to push the button. Go on, push the button, you bitch. Uh, push the goddamn button. She's, like, so adorable. It is, it, like... One of the funniest parts, one of the funniest aspects of this movie is this little girl, uh, aside from Chris Tucker. There's obviously the the fight scene inside the Chinese restaurant. I mean, so many scenes in this movie have, like, despite being set in L.A., have, like, Chinese cultural things, architecture. They're a Chinese restaurant. There's a bunch of Chinese tourists around. Like, there is so much Asian pumped into this movie it is, it, it's kind of weird. It almost feels like the, the vibe of this movie at times feels like it's a parody or a spoof movie. Like, that's, that's kind of the, it, it's weird how a lot of movies, whether they're comedies or even action movies, have, like, this veneer of bullshit that, like, the plot doesn't matter, characters don't really matter, what people do doesn't really matter as long as we get to the action scenes, uh, which is kind of true. You know, it's like it doesn't matter what it the, the story is, why Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker have to do a thing. As long as we get to see Jackie Chan, you know, kind of being this this very successfully able to beat people up and and do things and survive and jump over walls and kind of bounce around a room and do all these amazing stunts uh and then contrasted with chris tucker's almost inability to do anything uh like everybody is a fumbling idiot around jackie chan and jackie's just trying to trying to stay on top like he's like jumping on on a bridge that all of the the p panels of the bridge are falling away as he's jumping onto him uh, it, it almost feels like the the essence of what jackie chan's character is constantly doing in all of his movies um but yeah there's a fun scene where the two of them, you know, there's a few bonding scenes between jackie chan and chris tucker that are great there you know they, there's the whole uh the war what is it good for the song where they're kind of uh bonding over the song where chris tucker's trying to uh explain the lyrics of uh or exp exp trying to teach jackie chan how to say y'all uh and then they they kind of do a dance off they do uh there's a scene where like jackie chan's teaching him how to s take a gun away from somebody um which is fun like the bonding stuff is fun because I, you know, I enjoy them as a duo. And so you're going to get the bonding stuff. Does it, does it make sense? Is it grounded and real? No, it is none of those things. Um, there's also the, the scene where they're trying to do the one-up of, like, my dad. Of, like, they're one-up their dad stories. Like, oh, yeah, my dad, like, arrested all these people by himself. So, like, oh, yeah, well, my dad arrested even more people by himself. And then Jackie Chan has the line where his dad caught a bullet with his bare hands, uh, which is a funny, 
a funny line that that later gets brought up in the bloopers which is another staple of jackie chan movies um but yeah everything is fun everything is the best type of jackie chan like i like i love it you know they even at the end the end scene where they're at like this this gala or something there's all these like like giant like chinese vases that are all around that jackie chan's trying to protect while also fighting off villains uh you know just just anything to make a fight scene more difficult for jackie chan is always kind of the the avenue these movies go to just to kind of show like just how amazing he is like he's thoughtful in his fights like he doesn't want things to break while he's fighting and he's like you know he shows pain when he gets hurt and all this i like i it was so much fun revisiting this movie just to see jackie chan do his thing because nobody does it even like even actors who do their own stunts like tom cruise does his own stunts for Mission Impossible and and what whatever the new Maverick movie that's coming out, but he doesn't fight like Jackie Chan. He doesn't have the ability to make fighting look beautiful like Jackie Chan does. And even movies like John Wick, where the action it's a new style of of action and it's very um, awesome to watch, still doesn't have that that. There's like a joy associated with watching Jackie Chan. There's a beauty associated with watching Jackie Chan do his thing. Where it's like the the John Wick movies are so cold and clinical and like precise type of fighting. Then you have like the 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 Paul Greengrass type of stuff with the Jason Bourne fighting where you just the camera's moving a lot so you don't really see anything. It's just like the impression of a fight. Whereas Jackie Chan, it's like these long scenes where you see long, wide scenes where you're seeing people fight within the camera view, and it's beautiful. Very few cuts, just so much fun. And then the end of it, which is kind of weird, like the end is Chris Tucker, like they save the day, surprise, surprise, Jackie Chan saves the day. And their mission is complete. The they they save the the girl, uh, and Jackie Chan's gonna fly back to Hong Kong. So Chris Tucker is going to join him, and I I mean I don't even know their character names. It doesn't really matter. Chris Tucker's gonna join them the day after, which is kind of crazy. I'd never noticed that before. Not that I should notice it. Uh, out of all of the things to notice in this movie that are that are you you could be critical of. Uh, the fact that after this big scenario goes down, the day after, Chris Tucker's like, I'm going, peace, I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, the FBI agents sh- show up at the, the terminal, the airport terminal, to offer him a position uh, at the FBI, and he turns it down. And it's just like, why would he be going on a... Like, I understand he would want to go visit Jackie, hang out with Jackie Chan. They became best buds throughout this whole thing. But the day after, the day after, the next day, it's like all that shit, we both almost died. Let's uh, let's go on over to Hong Kong. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. 
Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. But the best part, aside from watching Jackie Chan actually do what he does in all of these movies are the bloopers at the end. Just, I love, I mean, nobody does the bloopers like Jackie Chan does for a while. Because I think because Jackie Chan movies were popular in the nineties and they all feature bloopers of his stunts that go bad or him trying to do a line that doesn't go well. There's plenty of examples of Chris Tucker not able to do his lines. Uh, like the, what do you want? You, what do you, what do you think you got? Chelsea Clinton. And he screwed that up like a hundred times. So bloopers are amazing. Almost as good as the movie itself. But so much so that even you look at movies like Toy Story. I forget which Toy Story it was. But there was a Toy Story, maybe a few Toy Stories, where they had, like, they actually created bloopers for Toy Story. Which was hilarious. And had to have been a reference to what Jackie Chan was doing. Because nobody was doing bloopers before Jackie Chan. You just don't see bloopers at the end of movies. I mean, maybe comedies, maybe comedies, you'll see bloopers. Maybe, but not really. Definitely not anymore. Now all you see during end credits are, like, advertisements for another movie. Like, Marvel Marvel popularized the post-credit scenes, which are basically just commercials for other movies that they're going to release. But the uh, Jackie Chan bloopers are the best. And there's that line where it's, uh, my daddy wants to kosher bullet with his bare hands. No bullshit. My favorite, like one of, from, ch- I've probably quoted the blooper version of that line more than anything in my younger life. I, I mean, it's been forever since I've seen it. I mean, so many watching this movie, I could almost recite the word like i knew what people were going to say before they said it which is crazy because i haven't watched this in at least a decade probably more than a decade it's been a while since i've watched i used to watch like when when i was buying vhs tapes jackie chan movies were like always a go-to whether it's you know rush hour whether it's you know project a mr nice guy um rumble in the bronx uh like uh so many of them which i'm blank i'm doing a horrible job at remembering all the movies that i used to have tons of vhs tapes of jackie chan movies uh drunken master i mean to go back to like older ones but like even like (sighs) super cop so many so many so 
I love this. I'm, you know, it's it's not. Is it like a great movie? No. Is it fun? Yes. Are you gonna see action in a way that you just don't see anymore? Yes. Is it funny? Yes. I thought this was definitely funny. Definitely had a lot of funny moments. And maybe it's just nostalgia that that made me enjoy it so much. But uh, despite the fact that I could, I I I, I just I I don't have the ability to look at it and talk about it objectively, which is kind of good because I could probably pick it apart with all the things that are bad. But you know, I can't. I can't do it. This is like one of those movies that's like, I don't, you know. Shanghai Shanghai noon amazing eventually I'll do those maybe I'll maybe I'll just go on a run of Jackie Chan movies as an excuse to rewatch a bunch of Jackie Chan movies uh doing these cuz every Wednesday is a franchise movie I've been trying to do uh so maybe I'll just go on a run of uh the Jackazers for Jackie Chan franchise there's the Super Cop franchise there's the Rush Hour franchise, Shanghai Noon, Shanghai Nights. There's, uh, I think, Drunken Master had a few. Um, there's probably been, I think Project A was part of a, a franchise of films as well. Uh, so I'm excited to dip back in. I wish there were easier ways to get Jackie Chan movies. Because uh, they're not, like, they're not like... He should just have his own streaming service. The Jackie Chan streaming service. You pay five bucks a month and you get to watch all of Jackie Chan's movies. But yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to re-watching Rush Hour 2 and excited to, to watch Rush Hour 3, which I don't think I have, but maybe I have and I'll re be reminded and be like, oh, it's kind of bad. I have a feeling it's going to be bad. Right? Like, even worse than this, where it's like, Ooh, the story's stupid, but like, there's probably going to be other things that are going to make it very cringeworthy. Uh, but watching the first Rush Hour movie was a fun revisit of a fun movie. So I would highly recommend checking it out. If you have not watched Rush Hour, do it! And just ignore the racist stuff. It's like, okay. It's not like horrible, horrible racism, but it's like, it's, it's just, it's definitely outdated. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Check it out. Rush Hour. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. And follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind 